Call the meeting of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners to order. Mr. Brown has a meeting and properly advertised. Yes, sir, it has. Thank you, sir. It's good to see everyone. Good to see those who are in the room and those who are watching us by live stream. Uh, thank you for tuning in to our first meeting of the month. We do have two meetings on uh, first two and second, third Thursday, so uh, please tune in accordingly. At this time, we will do our tradition of item three, prayer and pledge of allegiance. Pastor Richard Hayes is here to lead us in our prayer and our pledge. Please stand for those two items, please. Good evening, sir, and all fellow commissioners. Uh, can we go for the Lord with a word of prayer? Father, we thank you for this many blessings that you bestowed upon us. And even on today, we ask that you would just have your way in this. We come together to take care of the business of this community, this county. Continue to bless those that are in leadership, that they, you would lead them and guide them and give them wisdom and knowledge and understanding and a heart for your people. And continue to bless this community to grow and expand and have all the resources and the needs met that your people may be able to flourish in these times that we're in. We give you thanks and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Pastor Hayes. Thank you for your service in the community, sir. Uh, we, we knew early on that our commissioners, <coughs> three of commissioner, Stevens wouldn't be here and found out today that also Commissioner Jones would have to be absent. So run a little bit short, but we can certainly uh, work with what we have, take care of business of the county. So we will flow right on. Uh, minutes for February need to be approved. Found a few uh, things that misspelled, but I think Mr. <laughs> Brown's got them taken care of. <laughs> Some people say with the necessary corrections. Yeah. <laughs> Worth smithing would be the problem. <laughs> and, uh, so I'll make a motion that we right. approve it. Right. Motion second approve the minutes for the necessary correction. Any further discussion? All in favor by show of hands, please. All right. Thank you. Right on to the departmental reports, Mr. Rickerson. Good evening, Chairman Lovett, members of the commission. Hello, sir. Tonight we're kind of Bringing, coming to a close of a six-month uh, pretty intensive process to uh, update our Liberty County Comprehensive Plan, the, two, the 2040 Comprehensive Plan. Uh, this, just kind of give you a recap of where we've been. Uh, back in September, y'all passed a resolution directing us to prepare this uh, amendment to the Liberty County Comprehensive Plan, and at that time, you also paused uh, all non-single-family development out on the, in the area east of I-95 pending the completion of this and the, the road agreement. Uh, you've, uh, you just recently, in the last couple months, approved the road development uh, agreement uh, policy for the roads. And uh, with this approval tonight, uh, you will have completed that task and then the development will, process will go back to what it was prior to September resolution. But uh, anyway, as part of this process, we had a public hearing at the beginning on October the 4th. Uh, we had two town hall meetings out in the uh, in the uh, community at the Dorchester School. And then uh, we also had a public hearing at the Planning Commission in December. Uh, I, I presented a public hearing for you here on January the 3rd. 
And after that, after that time, y'all voted to transmit this amendment to the comprehensive plan to the CRC and to Georgia DCA for state and regional review. I recently got back uh, their report. They have completed their review and they have, uh, they, they received, as part of their review, they did solicit comments. They received 56 comments uh, uh, regarding the amendment. I have presented those to each of y'all as part of this uh, agenda package. Uh, the only thing that's left to do is to, uh, for you to consider the comments that you received and, and vote on the uh, resolution that's attached in your package. Um, I can, given all the, all the hearings that we've had, I can take you through this again, or if you want to just kind of, uh, if you have any questions about it specifically, I can do that. But uh, the only thing left to do is to uh, adopt the amendment. Okay. Commissioners, any additional questions for Mr. Rickerson? I think um, I've, I've looked at it, Jeff, just me personally, and I see um, some things that I'm, I'm glad are in there. Uh, I think we have, uh, or, or your staff has, all of them, and those individuals that's, you know, had their own opinions on things. The, um, this plan that we've got, though, we have concentrated in one particular area, area Mr. Chairman. That's right. And, of, of course, we know that's going to be from the midway in that area. And... There's other places that we're going to have to do this same thing. That's right. We are or whoever comes behind us, mm -hmm. which is, um, you know, on the west end of the county, um, on the uh, Riceboro end of the county, and the same with, you know, on the uh, Leroy Kofer Highway. Right. So I know that if this is adopted tonight, it's going to be a something put in place but it's also the groundwork needs to be laid for our other areas that's out there i mean wherever they're at i know we have you know um in riceboro they have their own city government and um, midway's got their own but when we're outside of hinesville you know that's predominantly the um, elam road area from there all the way to the county line we've got a lot of land mass in there that needs to be looked at. So I'd just like to say that um, I appreciate you spending the time on it, your staff. Uh, I know the commissioners have looked at it, but you know, this is not gonna be just, you know, the stopping point is what I'm saying. I mean, things is gonna pop up pockets all over the place. So let's, you know, try to be aggressive and look out there at other areas that need to be whether it's going to be residential homes, where it could possibly be, um, you know, 196 being four lane, and what are we going to do there as far as commercial growth on the sides of the road? So, um, I mean, that's basically what I would like to say. Um, you know, we, we just, I don't want us to stop. If we're going to try to maintain some sort of uh, momentum, uh, not to, to um, have, you know, issues down the road, then it's gonna it's gonna mean that the, your staff, and along with us, and the rest of the board members and other municipalities, is gonna have to have buy-in on it. So, I appreciate your your time and your work on it. Thank you. It's, it's been a good exercise. <laughs> Learned a lot through through the process. I'm reminded though from uh, what Commissioner Walter saying. 
every 10 years. Right. So when, when, when is a... We are, we are due for a, a full update in uh, 2026 but you know this thing which won't we be long to, we have to cover every square mile of the county so it takes yeah. a couple years to get through it yeah so this is just this is just a small little portion of the county yeah. that we did here we've got to cover every square mile of the county so we'll begin later this year and it'll take us through the middle of 2025 and then we go through the adoption process so yeah this is kind of the beginning of a bigger process that we're starting on all right all right then it is a good warm-up then it is. Yeah. It is. My, st my staff definitely had a good experience about how, what we're going to be coming into for the next couple of years. Well, I don't think we need to wait till 2026. I can just, uh, I mean, when the folks at Fort Stewart decide what they're going to do, mm -hmm. they do it. And when the builder decides I'm buying 600 acres out here mm -hmm. to put homes on, he's not going to be waiting on us either. That's right. He's going to start clearing ground. So, you know, we just need to start uh, I know Trent is involved in a lot of things that's out there but we've got drainage issues that's going to continually be there mm -hmm. a few drainage tributaries that's going to need to be addressed uh, water and sewer coming from the uh, McIntosh area going to Flemington and then of course going to Riceboro so um, when you've got those facilities out there in place you're going to encourage more growth and I follow up your lead. I want to appreciate you too, Jeff, and your staff <clears throat> for your leadership through this process. Thank you. And I'm reminded too, Trent, uh, I know has done a heck of a lot of work, met with citizens privately. Uh, Brian Darby has met with citizens privately. So there have been several persons involved in this process. And, uh, and I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Um, and I look forward to the future. Now, Probably what Commissioner Walden says has to be completed in 2026. In 2026, okay. that's right. So you have to start now, basically. And as you saw how much work it went into this, just yeah. doing this little piece right piece, here. Yeah. We got a big county we've got to cover. So and there's a lot of, a lot of uh, vetting that has to go on. Okay. Well, I appreciate what you've done, really and truly. I, I, yeah. uh, I know you've Brown been beat up staff. because, Thank you, guys. you know, there's six up here that gets beat up. And then the chairman, every once in a while, he knows how to dodge them. But, uh, but I got scars. You know, that's part of it. That's just um, I took my money and qualified for the job, so I'm gonna, I don't mind. All right. Any other questions? Not chair and take a motion. So moved, Mr. Chairman. A second. Okay. The second, we approve the comprehensive plan amendment, knowing that the work is just beginning. That's right. Any further discussion? All in favor, by show of hands, please. Unanimous. Thank you. Thank you, sir. So, so Chairman, once you sign this resolution, we will send that to back to, um, to CRC and DCA, and then this process will be complete. Okay. Our, our next item that we have uh, this evening is a request by Mr. Charlie Fraser. We had originally had this scheduled for y'all to, to hear on uh, February the 7th, and we had a request from the family to postpone that for 30 days for them to work out some internal issues, and I think uh, it's been reported to me that that has happened now. Let's so. go into public hearing, please. A motion. Um, so moved, Mr. Chair. Second. Second. All in favor, show of hands. All right. I thought Mr. Fraser, I don't see him, do I? I don't either. I'm not sure. He'll be here. Okay, you want me to yes, proceed? Go ahead. Okay, um, we 
we did postpone this and put out the proper notice to postpone this until tonight's uh, hearing. So this is a, this has been advertised as a public hearing. It's a request by Mr. Charlie Frazier uh, to rezone 1.6 acres of property from AR1 agricultural residential to R3 multifamily residential. He wants to put in some rental apartments on this family-owned property. Uh, property is located at 2916 Highway 196 West, and you can see there the parcel number that goes with that. This is a picture of the property uh, looking back toward, <coughs> toward Hinesville, uh, sign on the property to add in the coastal courier there. And this is an aerial view of the property. You can see Airport Road here, Highway 196 going into the curve, going toward uh, Gum Branch. Uh, you can see it's kind of an odd-shaped triangular piece of property. Um, this is the entire 10-plus acres of property here. The only thing that's being requested to be rezoned in this area right here, uh, this outlined in blue, that's, that's Mr. Fraser's piece of that overall big family tract. And you can see here just the zoning map. The property is all currently zoned. AR1, he wants to rezone this blue outlined area here to R3 so he can build three apartment buildings on that. And that's the layout that he's presented with us uh, for us to, to do that. He's got two attached apartment buildings here and then one attached apartment building here. This is the area that he's outlined over here in the center of the property for his septic tank drain fill. And of course, all the other property that's the family property is all still going to be remain unchanged and still he's proposing that to remain AR, AR1 as it's currently zoned. Jeff, I know, excuse me for cutting you off, I know there's certain pockets of the county that are in the county, in the city, in the county. Right. So that's one of those pockets that's in the county. It's in the unincorporated county. Yeah. That's right. But, but Hinesville, he, he wouldn't have the option of using Hinesville sewage? I don't think that's. Good ways down the road. Okay. Don't go that far down. No. Okay. So, anyway, our normal zoning analysis: uh, Does this property have reasonable economic value as it's currently zoned? Yes. Uh, this proposed use is uh, is conforms to the JLUS study. Uh, it also conforms to the Liberty County Comprehensive Plan that we that we did back in 2016. Uh, number four, uh, we don't anticipate that this, this use will have an adverse effect on the usability of nearby properties. Number five, uh, the proposed use is suitable in view of nearby properties, just residential. Number six, the uh, zoning proposal will not create any kind of undue burden on transportation, utilities, public safety, uh, or, or uh, streets and transit. Uh, number seven, uh, we don't think that this will create a short-term gain at the expense of our long-term goals. Uh, we don't believe that this is going to create a domino effect or, splaw, or sprawl. Uh, we have not identified any unique historical sites that this will adversely impact. Number ten, uh, this property is not in a flood hazard area. Uh, it is not spot zoning and unrelated to the existing pattern of development. And we have not identified any unique conditions to support approval or denial. Planning Commission heard this at their December meeting and December? No, it was set for February. This is March. They heard it at their uh, January meeting and as I said, it was postponed from last month to today. So uh, it's it's here. It's ready for you to consider. Planning Commission recommended approval with standard conditions and we have advertised this as a public hearing. All right. So let's see. 
we were trying to figure out today, this is in commission of the fifth district, we think? It is. Yeah. It is, because yes. uh, she's not here. Any questions for Jeff, commissioners that you may have? Um, anyone in the audience that uh, is here? Is Tell you what I know. All right. So I have a relationship with Mr. Charlie in high school and being in the National Guard and with Miss D working with the county all this year. So I'm helping them with this. There's no fees, there's no financial interest in this for me. But um, when we've kind of figured out that there was a little family issue on uh, who's getting what and how that works, uh, we spent the last month meeting with Miss D, Mr. Alvin, and Mr. Charlie, and we worked out who gets what on the entire tract um, because there's four siblings. You know, Mr. Uh, there was a Mr. Stacy, Mr. Charlie, Miss D, and Mr. Alvin. And um, so everybody's supposed to get about 1.6 acres, more or less. So we sat down over the last month and we figured out who gets what and we drew up a plat. Uh, Jeff looked at it and uh, it's clear at the LCPC. Um, they are taking that over to Jones, Osteen, and Jones and get all the deeds worked out for that. Um, I did not call them today to remind them of the meeting tonight, which I probably should have, so I'm not sure why they're not here tonight. My intent was for them to stand up to you two guys today and say, yes, we've got this family issue worked out, move forward. But, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you other than I met with them and that's where they are. And, you know, the, the direction you guys decide to go today is, is you know, whatever works best mm -hmm. for the county. But I think we do have it all worked out as far as who gets what. And I think everybody's as happy as we're gonna get. Well, our mission is to address the rezoning, not to address any other. <laughs> well, you know, Trent, you, you said you worked all that out without a fee. It's good to know that you that you work that way. I got some issues I, <laughs> that, 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 that I need you to, to help me with. But I'll, I'll, I'll call you after this meeting. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. You didn't, teach, you didn't teach me typing in high school, though. Yeah. My knuckles didn't get beat with that yardstick. I, I, I coach you in, 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 in sports at the recreation, though. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. There yeah. we go. No. Well, Ms. Thrift is not here. You sure we will take a motion? Yeah. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. Mr. Chairman, I uh, make a motion that um, for approval of zoning petition 2023-002LC with standard conditions. Second, second Mr. Chairman. Second, we approve the petition as presented in the discussion. Everybody show of hands, please. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Go ahead, Joe, and make sure you got that recorded. Uh, Trent, <laughs> Trent is going to stand good for it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Budget amendment uh, request. We just need to go back to open session. Oh, uh, motion to go back to open session. So, so moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. 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 All in favor? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Brown. All right, now budget amendment. Uh, Chief Hagan, go to I'm used to I'm used to my CFO being here too when we do these. Good afternoon, commissioners. All that way. Yeah. Always an honor to come before you, gentlemen, tonight. Young ladies, missing, but we honored to come before you. Have a quick request that um, in this current budget cycle, the sheriff's department has not been at a hundred percent, and we still aren't. But we're looking to bring on. Ms. Natalie Lopez, who does 
has been working, as you can see, a lot of her work with Walthyreville Police Department, which I hired her when I was out chief out there because she's very good at putting together events. And so um, when the budget ran out out there and they couldn't <coughs> keep her, we wanted to bring her over to the Sheriff's Department because there was a lot to be done. In the neighborhoods like Gum Branch, um, Riceboro, Midway, a lot of the things that I noticed we were doing from the Sheriff's Department's perspective was around the Hinesville area, and we really need to get out into those outer areas. And she's re real good at planning those type events. And so for what we wanted to do was move $11,177.60 to increase the contract labor. She would be working as a contract laborer and not take up a position that's within the Sheriff's Department. And uh, we won't have to pay, of course, benefits with her working as a W-9 employee, and she does have her own business. And we would like to move that money from the, um, of course, the contract labor line and move it to, to the, um, where we're using it as a, um, a contracted position. And um, so I would ask that we be allowed to do so for the rest of this, that those funds would carry out the rest of this budget year, then we will look at maybe requesting a um, funds for that position later if, if in hopes of keeping that position going. Any questions for Chief? So you, yeah, well, uh, just one question, uh, sure. Chief. I'm I'm uh, reading this and then, and, and you just explain it. But um, is, is this uh, is, is it a wash or is it high in one? I mean, is is it a wash? It, to it move, is moving from here over there. I mean, there's no additional cost. No, sir. It's no, a wash. Sir. It's a wash. You just, just moving funds. Just. Around. And I know I have to come before you, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, the board here to request any move from personnel funds okay. to um, any other line item, so. so Chief, oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I guess I'm just, again, just trying to get some clarity. It's a paper doll over here and four quarters over there. Yes, even. sir. Okay. It's, it's, it's even okay. wash. Uh, I it's, just would, if, if I were standing where you're standing, I would just suggest that you all consider, rather than saying we're gonna add additional, maybe find savings in your budget for next year to cover the same cost. Well, exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. Words matter, doesn't it? it? That's <laughs> but yes, and, and that's what we're in hopes of, a finding those proper funding for it. But as that, if we can afford it, we understood that that's there. But thanks for that advice as well. Yeah, we're about uh, less than two months away from, yeah. from going through the budget yeah. process anyhow. Yeah. And I've seen her work in Walterville. She does great work. and. Uh, Matter of fact, we have an event coming up that we have partnered with since here recently that um, the um, autism event, which will be weekend of April 1st. So she does some great work. Yeah. And I, I do believe in community policing, but I'm gonna tell you, cause I got some friends back there on the back wall. You said up at Midway Riceboro. So if you can push anything further to the coast every now and then, well, yeah. if you look at my career, that's one thing I've been big on is community policing, and yeah. that's what we started out in Walthyreville. I want to move it because I look and never see anything out in the Gum Branch area, okay. uh, and then most of the Riceboro stuff and Midway are self. Mm -hmm. And I think to be part of it, we need someone to really push that. 
and, and make let the county know that we as the sheriff's department serve the complete county. Entire county. Okay. All right. Mr. Chairman, I just wanted to uh, uh, appreciate you coming up, Chief. I'm sorry you hadn't went and bought my dinner yet, but that's all right. Um, I, I, I know everybody in here is, is interested in making sure we have a safe community. And, um, you know, the budget amendment, of course, from what I can understand, you, you know, the sheriff has that <coughs> obligation. He can move his money wherever he wants to. But um, it, it is important to me and some of the folks that I represent that when it's budget time, we, you know, we address these things. So Absolutely. Let's, um, let's try to do whatever you can to, you know, let's, if we can wait, let's wait. If we can't, you know, if this is something that we got to do today, the ox is in the ditch, then let's do it. But if we could wait till we can get this budget squared away. Um, I mean, we just got our numbers for sales tax, and um, I know there's going to be other things to, to look for, but just because we got a little bit extra, let's try to, let's try to save all we can. Uh, um, community policing is, is very important from Absolutely. the ground up. I mean, you don't have to True. be a 13-year-old. You can be, you know, a 70-year-old like the Absolutely. chairman. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm at Mr. Stevens. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, sincerely, I mean, you know, yeah. let's, let's try to um, um, let's work every way possible to try to hold these things to so we can put it in the budget. That's just my feelings on it. Uh, I'm not going to dwell on it much more than that. Yes, respectful of that. And uh, like I say, uh, me coming in mid-year into this organization, I'm learning as we go. I stay in touch with Mr. Brown, trying to make sure we do the things the right way. And um, in this situation, I think the opportunity presented itself before someone else grabbed them and off and running and it fills a void of somebody we truly need to keep because they're already working within the county so to keep them going and keep those events like the autism event which would have had to be canceled had we not gotten involved with them so um, but I, I truly respect what you're saying as it relates to that but budgetary wise we will make sure we're on top of those type things at that time Thank right. you, sir. Chair, Chair, a motion. Budget amendment, just transferring it from one item line to another. Mr. Chairman, I make a um, motion that we approve the budget of, uh, amendment as presented by Chief Hagan. There's a second. second. Okay, motion and second. Any further discussion? All in favor by show of hands, please. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you all. Resolution sale of real property. Yes, sir, Mr. Chairman. Thank you so much. This is the uh, the next step that's required to uh, move towards a transfer of property or indicate the willingness to transfer a property 
uh, for an appraised value to the Georgia Forestry Commission. Uh, so before you have the resolution that they require that you adopt to indicate that so they can talk to state properties about going ahead and doing their necessary part of the project. Um, and then on the back, you've got that survey that we looked at last time uh, that shows the proposed five-acre track that's been surveyed and sent to them borders up next to the Career Academy property on that on that right side. So um, it should be on the back of that. Yeah, it should be on the back of that Don't resolution. Worry, I got it. You get it? It should be on the back <laughs> of that resolution right there. Uh, this is the next step. Of course, the other thing that will happen is, is once you approve this, their engineer will go out there, take a look, uh, contractor. It'll go to state properties. Um, they'll, they'll do uh, two appraisals on the property. They'll come back and then negotiate with the board on, on what that amount will be for the transfer of the property. So this is not a final thing. You'd have to obviously come back after that, after an agreement is hopefully reached, and then authorize the sale of the property. Okay. Only indicating your willingness to move forward with the process. Okay. I think we've had uh, previous discussion on that. Uh, gentlemen? We have. Are you entertaining the motion? I am. All right, uh, Mr. Chair, uh, I want to make a motion on the resolution for the sale of uh, real property. Second. 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 <clears throat> that we uh, approve the resolution to start the process and we'll follow it through. Any further discussion from Mr. Brown? All in favor by show of hands, please. All right, thank you, Mr. Brown. Motor grade oh. bids. Joey, on this, uh, Mr. Chairman, before we move on, mm -hmm. have you, you've got this entrance on Lee Place? It is coming off of Lee is Place. Is there any way to, will it be to where you can go out on the other road too? Mm. <clears throat> no, sir. It'll 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 all come out on, on Lee Place. And of course, they'll you know as you know they'll they like that idea of being able to go Lee Place all the way in the Long County or, or coming on out to what we will be a signalized intersection at Airport Road there. Yeah. So yeah, signals come in there sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, I knew there was some construction going to be going on in behind the old ACS Industries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. which is a subdivision, and that's probably going to require a lot out on 84. AB. Yep. I mean, I was just thinking about when you, if forestry had to go across 84 and across the bypass, go that way. But um, right. That's right. I mean, if they've looked at it and you've looked at it, and, that's all I have. Thank you. All right. Moses, you got a handout? Uh -huh, it's in, it's is it? No, he ain't. Very favorable. I see it. I don't see it. I guess he'll put it up on the screen. <laughs> they have a slide? No, no slide for that. No, sir. <laughs> no, slide. no slide. No slide. I got it. You got it? Yeah. I got it. I got it. I say it's not very favorable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Mr. Chair, members of the board, um, on in late January, we put out a bid to acquire a motor grader, and we only received one uh, RFP. Uh, and 
we opened the RFP, looked at the numbers, and they were very um, high. And uh, Mr. Wells and I, we talked about it, and we talked to Mr. Brown about requesting the board to reject the bid. Uh, in the meantime, Mr. Wells and Mr. Brown have talked about another means to acquire the equipment that they need. So at this time, we'd like to recommend to the board to reject the bid. So move. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So, so you have a plan B? Yes, sir. There's a plan B. Yes, sir. Now, just very quickly, the, the plan B, basically, these motor graders were bought, you may remember, um, some of you may remember the le lease purchase type bids that were put in, or actually they weren't lease purchase. They were actually lease, and you would turn them back in, you'd get yeah. credit for them and all that. Well, those have kind of gone away. And so uh, what Mr. Wells and I talked about today was, was with the life still left on these graders, he prefers to go ahead and just buy them now that the lease is over. Uh, so we're going to gather up those prices to bring back to you to look at going ahead and, and buying that grader. Maintenance. How's the maintenance on those now? He says it's real good. I mean, they've been maintained, uh, you know, by the supplier while they're under lease. He seems real happy, and I asked him about the number of hours on them, and he said, "Oh yeah, they're good." So he 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 thinks we defer buying a brand new one and just pay out this lease what's left. But I'll get those numbers for you. And the possibility of us saving some money. Yeah, absolutely. I guess in the meantime, we just need to get aggressive with the resurfacing, with the, with the paving roads. Paving roads, we gotta cut down on the graders. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that is an understatement <clears throat> because I have two projects in the new area that I have. Welcome to the club. And I can't get the municipality there to agree Hey, let's let's pave them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna go in there and say pave a road that they don't want, but I, I mean, you drive a grader from that shop all the way down 84 to grade a road mm -hmm. when you could have the road paved and just keep moving them further on down. <coughs> I mean, yep. it's not a hard thing to do. Just uh, you know, the sales tax money—that's what it was for to pave them, but. I'm not going to go out there and try to pave something that they don't want. Uh, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Brown, I'm noticing some counties on their motor graders, certain areas, if they're way out, instead of driving the motor graders in every day and back out every morning, they'll find a secure area. But the only thing else that leaves is that they got to have transportation to get there. So I don't know which is more expensive, the additional transportation <laughs> or putting the putting the miles and the wear and tear on that motor grader to drive it from the shop all the way to Sunbear every, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. two and three times a week. We can sure check. Be glad to get Mr. Wells and talk about some options to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> Dropping them off would be probably be uh, more economical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to driving the motor it's faster and less wear and tear. I mean, the only time we have to worry about is when it comes time for, well, we do have a fuel truck. Well, right? the maintenance and maintenance, you just have to bring them in for maintenance. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. There's some maintenance on the Let's side. take a look at that. Okay. Just to piggyback on it, that's exactly what they do in, in Long County. They'll grade the roads and then they'll park them and then you know, somewhere by a church where they know there wouldn't be 
any problems with them, and then <clears throat> they pick them up in a truck, a pickup, and then carry them back. And the next morning, they drive it, they drive it out there with the third person, and he carries the truck back. But um, I mean, when you start crossing 95, <laughs> how many roads you gonna have there to to scrape? Um, did they send two down there or one? One. So. The only time two go is if they pull in the ditches. Yeah. Well, again, paper. All righty. Uh, motion to reject this. Motion by Frazier. I wanted to, to say something, but uh, we, we, you know, we, I'm looking at the time, and this is probably a record. And I want us to, no, to win that record. Correct. And I don't really want to get in the weeds about dirt roads. Okay. 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 All right. But I did have a suggestion, but I'm trying to get out of here on time. So we're, and we're doing good. Y'all. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> All in favor of rejecting the business. All right. Straight report. Okay. Should I go first? I'm going to kick it off, uh, Mr. Chair. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, the first thing we want to talk about, Mr. Chair and members of the board, we want to talk about uh, our youth programs, uh, our summer food program, and we'll close that with our ARPA reports in this particular update. Okay. Our youth programs, uh, we've revised our current application, uh, updated it, and placed it online, and sent it out to uh, the school systems. Uh, they are due on April the 7th. And the interviews will be held on Saturday, April 22nd, which is unfortunately the day uh, time frame of ACCG. And we'll be here from 8.30 to uh, 12 p.m. And we will have orientation on May the 22nd. And we'll start our first day of class beginning on June the 1st. And that's for our summer youth employment program. Um, youth Commission uh, will be celebrating National Women's History Month. We're asking uh, several of our uh, female department heads to come by and have the uh, youth to interact with them and learn about their particular positions and learn some of the uh, challenges that they've had in terms of being a, a, a department head. And we also work with Mr. Frazier, Commissioner Frazier, trying to review some ways that we can uh, receive and recruit new youth because our old crew that that was the original crew, they are, they're, they're gone mm -hmm. and uh, we need a new crew. Uh, new crew. Uh, summer food program spoke to uh, Mr. Floyd today. Uh, he's scheduled to go to um, training on March the 22nd and the 23rd. Uh, when he come back, we will debrief him, and we will have him to come before this body to present uh, his findings and whether or not you guys want to proceed forward. Uh, on our ARPA updates, uh, you all had two grant programs last year. The first one was uh, the nonprofit business grants. Um, we sent letters to all of those recipients asking them to provide their expenditures so we can close it out and make sure we have the records for ARPA and that we'd be accountable to uh, and accountable in terms of receiving those funds. And we also uh, we worked with uh, United Way last year to promote that particular project. And uh, we just recently received the invoice to pay them for the funds that, uh, that they we had in our contractual agreement uh, on our educational uh, assistance grant, which y'all approved in July and awarded in August. Uh, we had five recipients. Uh, part of the requirement was they had to do a pre-assessment 
uh, survey. They've, they, they've completed that, all five of them. They did a mid-year. Uh, we're waiting on one to uh, submit uh, those results. And one has requested the final allotment. We did divide the, the allotment into two, um, two allotments. Um, one one uh, nonprofit has received their uh, allotment, and two are in the process of receiving, and the other two, uh, we will work with them to get their final allotment. So uh, that concludes my report, sir. For you, Lee. Do we have any more funds for, for ARPA for, uh, for, like, education? Right, I was going to say, I, I remember, I think we kept some to the side, right, yeah. just for, for future. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, um, um, Heather is going to give you an ARPA update during your next meeting. Okay. She'll give you the updated spreadsheet that will show everything by category that you've got so that y'all can talk about that at your planning session on the 31st and decide what you want to try to do with some of those funds that have not been dispersed yet that are, that are designated for those programs. Thank you, sir. One question, uh, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Yes, sir. Um, on the nonprofits, um, the request and the expenditure information, if for some reason they don't um, comply, what well, is there some kind of repercussions for that? That's a good question, sir. Um, we're trying to get them to make sure they supply all the data that we can. Well, I mean, you, you know, they. They joyfully got in line to get it. I <laughs> they just feel did. like they should just as equally um, report as they should. Yes, sir. And if you know if they don't, you know, we I'll, I'll like to know if they don't. I okay. I can report back to the body. We knew that reporting may be a challenge for. Yeah, well, it's 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 a, it's a challenge, but um, it's Some of them you, know, you know they they, they got in line to, to get. They did it. Right. I think they and, were. Right. And that, and that was explained clearly to them. Yes, sir. That was articulated to them. Reporting it, reporting yeah. is is part of getting it. They're fully aware. Oh, with ARPA funds? With, 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 with any money. Yeah. Yeah, I know the. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but in this case, yeah, the, the ARPA money. I, I, mean, they, I have seen it. It was it was people in here getting it that that I didn't even know did that kind of stuff. Well, I mean that's a something that was. Applications had to go to you, Joy, is that correct? But it still boils down on our shoulder, doesn't it, Mr. Moser? Yes, sir. Right? Those applications we would have went them. in there, and, and if it's not, I mean, federal government will look in there and see what's right and what's wrong, and if it's not right, they win the prize. I mean, that's the end of the, end of the road. I mean, that's... <clears throat> theft by conversion or whatever you want to call it <laughs> but um, I mean I understand what it was supposed to be used for right much as anybody but you know you see up in the newspaper all the time in the news where so-and-so spent ARPA money and it's used what what it was designed for or not what they said it was for so well, I, I just know we gave it to them in good faith, and um, if reporting was part of that, then um, reporting, reporting should be. I mean, um, they should report back. To was us there a report faith. to come to us, Joey? Or? Yes, or back to? Yeah, yeah, okay. back yeah. to back to internally. Yeah. And, and you know, my question was, you know, what what happened mm -hmm. if if they failed to report? I mean, that they shouldn't fail to report. Right. Yeah. No, it's been over a year, hasn't it? And we've. No, it's it's been it's uh, June will be a year. I just know, if, and we've had and we've yeah. had some that already reached out and provided that information, right, saying, yeah, right. "Sir, this is how we spent the money, and here's here's what we have." Yeah, it, and and that's the way it should be. I mean, you give them a thousand, they should have receipts for a thousand or nine hundred and fifty. 
with a with a balance. I mean, it's simple math. All right, sir. All right, thank you, sir. We're gonna roll two, and I, and I made a uh, copy of y'all so that you'd have a takeaway on this. Um, I want to just quickly touch on the legislation. Some of y'all are tracking this. ACCG does a great job on their website of posting updates at, um, at their site. So if you ever want to go check the status of a legislative bill, you can key the number in, you can see what bills they're watching and what they're tracking. Just a few of those to point out. I, first thing to point out is crossover day was yesterday. So any bill that did not get introduced uh, and passed in one of the houses, Senator House, will not be able to tra be transferred over to the other for consideration. As you know, what can happen, though, is that they could still take pieces of a bill that didn't get introduced and tack it on to a bill that did. So a lot of that's in the committee work that goes on. But a few of those, uh, one is that would increase the truck weight limits. Uh, this has uh, passed out of rules now, is expected to be passed by the House. This would increase the weight limits uh, of trucks to be able to go over bridges. And uh, if you want to take a look at that, it's, it's, it's really it's opposed by ACCG, it's opposed by GDOT, mainly because of the number of, of the costs that would be involved in trying to upgrade bridges around the state. If you go to ACCG's website, I tried to get it to overload here and it wouldn't or download, um, you can see a map of the affected areas and it's all over the state. Uh, so I don't know, don't know whether there'll be some compromise reach there, whether it's a House bill, so I don't know whether the Senate's going to pass it. We'll keep tracking that for you. Um, fees on assessment notices, this is an old one that came up. As you know, we do our solid waste fees on our tax assessments, which saves us having to have a separate billing system, separate collection system, separate everything uh, with somebody to have to do that. It, it is that way around the state. A lot of folks do that, as you know. They'll put recreation fees, uh, fire fees, anything on there. This is the third year in a row that we've seen a move to try to eliminate that and try to say there can't be anything on assessment notices or tax bills except tax-related matters. So um, I did send back a note yesterday. It was heard by the Rules Committee yesterday. I'm not sure how the Rules Committee voted um, to try to get that out to the session last night but it was still alive as of yesterday. So I sent opposition to that. ACCG opposes that. Um, we have two representatives from our area, close area, that are on that rules committee. So I'll let them know about that. The other one that's passed the House is a public works bidding law that just increases the level of the project before you have to put it out to bid. That, has, that criteria has not been adjusted probably in about 20 years. And so uh, that would slightly bump it up, I believe, from $100,000 to $150,000 project that would be mandatorily have to put out for bid. Um, the mental health, there are probably, when I look through uh, all the bills that were, had been introduced or were suggested, there were probably a total of about 10 mental health-related bills. Um, just there, there is a main one that we're tracking that re overhauls mental health uh, around the state significant bill, uh, it has passed the House and it's over in the Senate. So I do expect something to come out on mental health reform again this year. Uh, the Raise, Raise the Age Act is actually a um, juvenile court act that would allow felony type serious crimes to be tried, juveniles to be tried um, as an adult. So uh, we're, we're tracking that also to see how that may uh, affect things. The committee reported it favorably to come out. And then um, reimbursement of 
attorney general expenses really relates to cases that fail to be tried by local district attorneys around the state that uh, if petitioned, the attorney general's office can look at those on serious matters and choose to prosecute them themselves in the, in the districts. Uh, it seems to still be alive. We kind of surprised. Uh, it's about a 50-50 split for district attorneys around the state, some that support, some that do not support that bill. Um, there is a lot of question from ACCG on, on expenses. If an AG decided to pick it up and try it, the expenses would still be borne by the county of the circuit that they chose to try it in. So there's been a lot of concern, mainly from ACCG, about expenses on that bill. Um, again, there are many, many, many others. These are some that were highlighted. We have a, a legislative update every Friday morning that I tune into, so these are the ones that we're tracking very closely. But go to that ACCG website, take a look, <clears throat> and you can see every bill that they're tracking and, they're, and how they support or not support it. I did want to give you a quick update on the airport. Uh, we had a meeting out there last month, and I'll, I'll fly through these pretty quick, no pun intended, uh, is that just th things are on the increase, all for the good. Uh, this is a little snapshot based on the number of aircraft we had in 2020. You can see that that is um, uh, almost doubled now. There's 48 based out there. Uh, we did complete the new hangar build, and, and it's all filled up. Fuel sales. Um, we currently have gone from uh, 2020 about 180,000 all the way up to 406,000 dollars for fuel sales, which is great. So it's a, it's an economic divider for us that's really working well. This is just a shot of the T hangers that were complete. Again, they're all full. They were full before they were ever constructed, and we have a T hanger waiting list again. That if we had the funds or could get funds from GDOT to do another hanger, they would be full too. Uh, there, we did have to add some tie-downs out there to tie additional aircraft down because of the number now that are out there. And we've done a couple of other grade, uh, upgrades out there. Uh, one is a seal, the pavement ceiling you see on the right, and the other is to uh, do some canopy cover for the uh, fueling depot that's out front. A lot of folks choose to fuel on their own at the a, a self-service. The other thing we are going to be doing, uh, actually got done yesterday, is a restriping of the uh, GA area internal here. And we did that in-house. Mr. Heath was able to do that um, with in-house resources. Savannah Aviation is a flight school out of Savannah that has the uh, local group has approved to come in and start working uh, at the facility. You see the number of aircraft, number of current students they've got, and they do offer some charter service coming out of there. So I think we're, we're pretty excited to have them now uh, come into that facility. This is just a, a shot again of the, the capital project we're working on that would take a new entrance road off of uh, what is Stacy Store Road and bring it around and bring it into the back part of the airport so that you wouldn't enter through the garrison area anymore. This is part of the original agreement with Fort Stewart some 20 years ago that we'd try to create our own uh, entrance and exit from that facility separated. And that's what we're working on right now. Um, the environmental impact money for the studies was approved last year in the state budget. Those are complete, and we're working on the final document now to submit to Army Command for review. Once that comes down, then we'll be able to pursue buying the permits uh, to be able to go ahead, and, and, and what that is is an expansion. This is the 33 acres that's leased in here right now. This would be an expanded lease area that would come on out and take in this, and it, it follows the need of contracting folks that have come to the development authority into the county about trying to establish some um, aftermarket aircraft retrofit activities. 
and we didn't have any space to try to offer that. So Shall that we? will shape us up for that and give us some expansion. Uh, the road won't be in a leased area. It'll be just an access easement that's granted by the federal Joey, government. Joey, where, where's the um, old Sunbury Road on? Is, is it on this picture here? Uh, it's not. The, it, it's, you'd come down Hero Road, and uh -huh. it, it would be running along here. Okay. And that is the, the airport, um, that's it there, right there? Airport terminal it's, would be right here. Right in there? That's uh, not right. Airport terminal would be right here. And you said it's the road of coming in behind. I know Stacy's uh, closed down now, the, the store. They, they closed. And um, so the, the new road is going to go down It'll Sunbury or go down the road beside Stacy's? Uh, go down the road beside Stacy's. Well, it'll come off of that road beside Stacy's, come up in, and actually come in here. Stacy's is really running down here. Okay. I uh, did want to give you a quick update on your construction projects. This is EMS building. It was last week. They've completed uh, almost all the block work on the building. There, you can see that they're starting to install sheetrock on the inside. Uh, this week, they're putting down some final aggregate base to go ahead and start the paving in the parking lot. GDOT approved the ingress and egress lane out on 17. So, so that work should be, weather holding up, uh, should be done within the next couple of weeks, which will be great. Uh, the Miller Park station continues to come along also. They've about finished with the block work on that station, which is good. Um, roofing panels are being installed now, or being installed actually last week. Uh, they'll probably be complete um, by this week, as a matter of fact. Again, weather, weather withstanding. And what you're looking at here is just inside one of the bays on the left-hand side. Um, open bay here, or is this bay area in here? So the project's moving along. EMS and Miller, uh, probably both right now. Actually, EMS will probably be a little ahead uh, because of supplies that they're already on hand. But EMS probably looking at a May type substantial completion. Uh, fire station, probably, probably more like July or August at this point to do that. They'll start on the <coughs> interior work and it'll slow down a little bit. This is the Sam Harris gym. I got a couple of slides here for y'all to look at on that because it's a pretty exciting project. This is uh, last week during the progress construction meeting. You can notice how they've done the blackout already behind the stage. Of course, you'll have a curtain that'll be up front, but the blackout is provided for plays and things like that that could occur at the facility. Uh, the other thing you notice that they started actually doing some striping around the wall. I'm gonna show you a slide of, in a minute uh, on there, but uh, that continues to move. HVAC equipment due, due to be in here pretty soon. Um, they've already done a lot of work on that, on the, on the sections related to the office and everything for that, and pretty much everything is, um, is going along real well. They've completed the bathroom work as far as uh, sheetrock and things that have to be done in there and all the concrete work, so that project's going. We actually walked the trail the other day. We had to modify that a little bit, but we walked that trail um, because of some um, impediments that were in the way and had to, had to realign that just a little bit, but that's going to be nice. This is, gives you a, a look at what that stage wall will look like um, with the striping around it, with the accents on the gold post. Again, we were trying to go back to some of the original Liberty High uh, colors in there. I, I know we talked about that a little bit. So uh, you actually see the purple stripes that will be here with the gold accents. And I don't have a picture of the actual floor that's there, but the floor will also reflect 
uh, some of those colors, which will be great. Um, this is, again, just along the bleacher wall. These two, the bleachers are actually going to be this color to match the stripes. They won't be exactly like that. They'll be spread out. You'll have the two gold posts on the sides, or four goals on the sides, so you can play uh, side court ball also on there. This is just a little look at what the what the entranceway is going to look like. They have, have finished doing the concrete work on that. They should start standing up those walls pretty soon. But you'll have a reception window that will be on the left, which is where the old ticket counter was. The ticket counter that was on this side, for those of you that remember, uh, Commissioner Stevens and <laughs> Commissioner Levitt, um, what, we had to take that in to do storage and supplies. Right. So that will be a supply area. But you kind of see it will be a white brick that will come in here. This is uh, really not totally reflective of that of, of the Liberty High Purple, but it'll it'll be Liberty High Purple up here with accent, so you can see how she has blended all that together. Yeah, I, I never went through it. I always snuck in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a, just a, a quick thing here. This, these are all the capital projects we're tracking. I don't have all the road projects on here. Uh, some of them <laughs> are, but um, there are a lot of them that are either in preliminary design or, or, or under construction or in the planning stages. Just a few I wanted to point out, Islands Highway Improvements, uh, Trent's finishing up that work related to the planning activity on that. We'll be coming to you. He'll be on your agenda to talk to you during your planning session to see whether you want to go ahead and green light that uh, construction drawing on that project for Islands Highway and the environmental. It's about, at best if you green lighted it. This year, it would be about 18 months for it to be ready for construction anyway. So pretty long lead time. The other, just to let you know, that we'll be bringing to you next time, uh, Mr. Mosley will, is the Guild Park Phase 2. It's out for bids right now. Uh, the water system for Lewis Frazier, we had a pre-construction conference for that today, a pre-construction, uh, pre-bid meeting for that today. Uh, that'll come to you next time also. So there's several things in the hopper, several planned, and uh, we're just tracking all those for you. I do want to talk to you about the budget a little bit. It is that time again. Um, Samantha will put together a budget calendar for you. This is a lot of this is embedded in that calendar already. Uh, the budgets to the departments will be going out next week. As a matter of fact, on March 16th, they'll be due back April 6th. We'll be getting those ready within about a week from that time and getting those for your availability. We'll probably have those delivered to you this year. Um, so that you can have them. <clears throat> Budget presentations are set for April 19th and the 20th. Um, and then the budget work by commission and committees uh, will take place from April 25th to May 17th, and we'll be looking at some specific dates to try to meet that. As you're aware, we have to kind of build from the bottom up. So our last date to adopt a budget would be June 15th, which is at your mid-month meeting. There are so many days that you have to track ahead of that before you can have the public hearing, so much notice you have to give, so your public hearing would take place on June 6th, which is at your regular meeting. So everything kind of gets compressed from the bottom up. It has to go out for display um, a couple of weeks before that, or a week before that, so that's the reason you see the May 24th public display. But I want to go ahead and give you this, give it to you in your handout. Uh, again, Ms. Richardson will be addressing that with you uh, during your planning session and um, they'll let you go ahead and peg some of those dates for your calendar. Last thing I wanted to do, and uh, this was a little bit of an afterthought or an after remembrance, was I put this in separate. Uh, I think at the last meeting or meeting before, we had talked about the bypass project. And so what you see is an alignment of that bypass project. Clint, can you pop that up real quick? 
and I won't spend a lot of time on it. This is Highway 84. Take away that. There you go. There you go. This is Highway 84. Uh, Liberty County line is running in here. Everything that's parceled is in Liberty County. Everything below is in Long. So Old Reynolds Concrete Plant, as I know it, you're just inside the Liberty County line. There's a takeoff right there, and you can see the route as it comes around and ties back into E.B. Cooper beyond the subdivision that was done down here. Uh, actually, this comes in right here. It will not connect into that road. It'll be a cul-de-sac. It's actually in that road section. Uh, but this is the alignment. I know you all want to see that, but that is the construction alignment. And again, property is property acquisition by GDOT's over 90% complete now. Looking at this, if you come off of 190, wait, no, is that 196 back over here? Um, no, sir. Actually, that's this oh. is this is CSX Railroad, okay. and uh, there'll be a no, bridge over there. Come back over to the other, to your right, right. What subdivision is that? That's the subdivision that Mr. Dryden built, Cross the big Bigton. subdivision out there. Um, Cross from Bacon, I keep getting the name Bill. of it. Yeah, um, I can't. Yes, from Bacon and Hampton. Hampton Ridge. Ridge. Hampton Ridge. Hampton Ridge. Yeah. What I like to see, Mr. Brown, is the whole the whole layout of it, coming from 196 to the next time when you. On the bypass? Well, it won't come from that, 196, so. Yeah, that's. What do you mean coming from? There's nothing coming from, from 196. It's just from 84 back into 119. 119. Mm hmm. But this is EB Cooper. Yeah. This running on down to Riceboro. Mm -hmm. It ties back in here. You, you, you know, there was, a, there was a thought, and in fact, in your T splosh, you put a little bit of money to think about. Phase two. A phase okay. two, so to speak, okay. that would come. Uh, that's what I think. We you come down here and then come across to right. 196. Come, come, yes, through the Homestown. Yes, sir. That area. was that was an old doing. that was an old concept. That's okay. not part of this project. Okay. Joy, if, if we finish with that, could you go back to that list of projects? Clint, can you? I'm sorry. Can you take me back there? You, you know, because I um, that that's that's an impressive list. You know, and, and it's it's more than um, proof that um, that that we spend a lot of uh, money throughout the county. It's it's not just um, up here like like some people m may think. If you just you just look at those, um, you know, all the fire stations and all the um, the East End complex and, and the gym and, and everything else that that we got going on. Um, you know, on, on the other side of the, the railroad track. I mean, that that's that's a pretty impressive list. It is countywide. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, we we're county commissioners, and you know, we're taking care of the county. That's mm -hmm. it's not just that we just, just up Hinesville. here just up here hammering nails in Hinesville. Mm -hmm. Pe people still they still think st that still think that yeah. I, I got into um, not a um, kind of a discussion with a. A lady that said that um, you know about roads and come to find out the city she lived in doesn't even have dirt roads. Don't know where that came from, <laughs> but um, I mean they, they don't even have dirt roads in that city, and and she was complaining about dirt roads. Maybe she got cousins that live somewhere else, but um, <laughs> but in her city there there are no dirt roads, none. But you look at these projects and um, there's some um, big ticket items on there. I can run. I, um, I mean, you know, we we can advertise that a little better, I think, because um, the money is spread out, and and we're getting a lot of stuff uh -huh. done. And and 
100% of it is touching splosh. Yeah. So uh, none of them at this point directly affecting um, general fund. I mean, you, you're doing some bonds and had to do some stuff on some of the projects for there to be repaid by splosh as long as splosh continues. I mean, so you, that, you, that's the other good thing. I mean, you, you know, we're talking about the, the, um, the Lewis Fraser, the, the, the water expansion. We're going out toward uh, Gun Branch. We're going out, um, you know, I mean, just all over the county. Um, so, Islands Highway. As you look at your planning sheet, you'll see, and by the way, we, we are wrapping up that agenda. We hope to get that out to you probably by next week. We went through some looks on it this morning. But one of those things you'll see is your Splash 7 projects that will start to come into play too. Some of these are in there, mm -hmm. but there'll be some things, especially in the recreation sector, like Pavilion at Miller Park. Um, that was another one I had in my mind. Uh, Susie uh, King, King Taylor Park, mm -hmm. which that's an ARPA funded. We got to get that on out of the chute. Mm -hmm. Those aren't even on here yet, right? but they are going to happen. And again, they're funded by another source other than the general fund, so it's well, good. Well, and, and another point that we tried to talk about earlier, that there's not a thing on there that requires a motor grader. <laughs> Everything there is, is uh, I mean, that's just another expense. So, Yep. It's all good stuff. But, you know, you can continue to do those things and maybe it'll add, you know, the residential homes in those areas, which, of course, you know, you, you uh, have people that'll move and be in an area which will generate more for their you know their the middle the midway taxes and the rice taxes or whatever so um mm. i mean yeah. we know now sales tax is generated more of it's generated in Hinesville than it is anywhere so service um as you look at that whole thing is service demand services is service demand projects it's growth and service demand uh, none of them are frivolous projects none of them are anything that is not caused by the need to expand those services for the citizens, for trafficability, safety, or um, recreation and sports and right. type things like that. So, good pride of that. Good job. Thank y'all. Yeah. I was telling Joe the other day, I, I can barely go in the community without sitting. In fact, I saw Mr. Wyman May, many of us know, the other day, and he said, what you gonna do about this traffic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you do about this traffic? So, so we, we're proud to have the growth, but it's certainly we have to manage. I, I, just, I know that, um, and we, we don't need to talk about it now, but I, I know in um, Wayne County they got the 301 bypass going into Justin, mm -hmm. and then it's another bypass, I think it's 169. You know, if, if we had something like that, you know, kind of over, overpass or bypass or something, mm -hmm. you know, some kind of way, if we could configure something like that. For Hinesville, you know, everybody go through Hinesville on 84, but they don't have to stop in Hinesville. If we had some other, some other way to get them to get them out of here, you, mm -hmm. you know, to, without. I mean, I, I don't know what they're doing in Jessup, and I, I, I was up on 301 today. But I was the only one up there, <laughs> but but they got that, you know. And then 169 going out toward Reesville, I think it is. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody out there either, but they got that. And then they got a regional DOT office too. That's why they got that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, going to going to Douglas, they paved 203 all the way to the Wayne County line and stopped. Yeah. 
it's still a state highway, but they stop right there. I mean, maybe we need us to DOT office. <laughs> I hope they heard that. Yeah. We're playing catch up, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be there. We're gonna be there. Follow up on Commissioner Stevens. <clears throat> that phase B is important. That's why we put some money in spot seven to at least get that jump started. So these things take so long. So if you don't get it started, you'll never get there. So we're gonna work on. Um, in fact, we since we met last, <clears throat> we met with Senator Arsaw's office. Yes, sir. You want to go? I can just real quick and not to hold yeah. you up. But so there's a couple things that have happened on the transportation sector uh, since we wow. met last because it's a fast-moving deal. But um, we did meet with Senator Osloff. We talked to him about all these projects that are road-related. We also talked about bridge improvement project down at Highway uh, down at uh, Exit 76, and and that will take some time uh, to get out of the chute. The other thing that that I'm submitting submitted two of, and I'll get the other one in a hopper next week are. Uh, direct appropriation request to the congressional team to help fund some of the bypass utility relocations that have to be done. That falls on the local sector to do us, uh, Waltyville. And um, so we'll be requesting a little over $3 million to help with the utility relocation. The bypass project right now is scheduled to let, let for construction in July of this year. So we need to have all those things certified. And so uh, just a little update on that. So we're working behind the scenes. I promise you, we're working. Thank you, sir. Anything else for the good of the order? No, sir. I make a motion that we adjourn. Second. Second. All in favor. Okay.